Welcome to Fix the Six with Mitzi Hunter. I'm Amber Mack, and I'm so excited to host this conversation about the future of Toronto. Mitzi, let's get started. For this episode, let's dive in to Toronto Transit. Uh, As the mom of a 14-year-old who takes the TTC all the time, most recently I've been worried about him on the TTC. Can you talk a little bit about how you plan to make the TTC safer for everyone? Yeah, and TTC is so central to a world-class city, and Toronto needs to be sure that our TTC is safe for people, actually safe, and that people feel safe on the transit. Also, just having the confidence in our system is important. We know that ridership is down post-pandemic, and we've got to work on that because also the city is subsidizing that to a great degree as well. What I have proposed is a five-point plan for safety on the TTC, and it starts with pairing transit officers with social workers, because there are people within our subway system who actually need help and support, and they're seeking that shelter because they don't have anywhere else to go. Let's get them connected to services out in the community, and the social workers will have the skill sets to do that. I also really believe that each transit station needs to have ambassadors that kind of look after that station. They could do safety audits. They could you know, make sure that the transit station is safe if there's things that they notice, they can point that out. Sort of the eyes on the streets, Jane Jacobs style. I also want to see us make sure that we collect the data so that we know which stations might have the need for more resources or what do we need to change. Let's collect that data and utilize it to make decisions. Our staff also need to be safe on the TTC. Let's make sure our staff is safe and that our whole transit system is being well-maintained and cared for. Sort of that better way, right? We want to love the TTC and the staff is a central part of that. And finally, on a more long-term basis, sliding doors. We see it all over the world, wherever we go, and why not here in Toronto? We can do it gradually because I know it is costly, but if we build it into the plans for refurbishment of stations like we're doing at Bloor Street, and finally the TTC announced that they were going to add glass sliding doors, keep people away from the tracks so there's no risk there. It's, It's avoided altogether. So beyond the TTC, when we talk about um, getting around Toronto, one of the issues I think that um, many people face if they are trying to drive around this city is um, something a lot of people are talking about. If you live in the East End, you're not going to be visiting your friends or family in the West End (laughs) because it's just too far to get across the city in rush hour and really at all times of the day. So what do we do about our city right now, knowing that um, it's in gridlock so much of the time. How do we get out of that state because it's affecting people's lives? Yeah, we've got to make sure that Toronto keeps moving as a city. And gridlock and congestion is the cost. It costs us. I remember when I was the CEO of Civic Action, we developed a campaign called What Would You Do With 32? And 32 represented the minutes that you're stuck in traffic rather than getting to where you need to be. And it is about quality of life. It's about spending time with your family. It's about walking the dog. It's about reading a book. Whatever you want to do with your quality time. 
that's what we're spending just sitting in traffic. We've got to fix that. We've got multiple ways, like making sure that within the traffic management team, there is a congestion manager that's looking at the scheduling and coordination of things like construction projects. We have a lot of construction that will be happening, like the Ontario line, as well as the existing things that we're building. Let's continue to do that, but do it in a coordinated fashion that takes into consideration the movement and the flow in and around the city. I also really believe that, you know, the transit investments will also help to alleviate congestion. One of the ideas that I have is starting earlier at 5.30 a.m., waking up the subway system so people can get on it, get downtown, get around town, construction workers, shift workers. That actually gets them out of their cars and onto the existing transit system. Why not do stuff like that? I, I couldn't agree more. And I think you're right. We need to get people out of their cars. One of the things that worries me a little bit about a voter is that um, right now what we're seeing is a city that isn't even safe to really bike around. I even worry about my son sometimes uh, walking around this city because it doesn't feel as though it's safe for pedestrians or cyclists. For those people who perhaps um, aren't opting to take transit, maybe they don't drive, what words of hope can you say to them in terms of better access for bikes and pedestrians? Oh, it's really critical. People need to be safe any in any way that they're getting around our city. And so I do want to focus on improving Vision Zero, giving it more resources and, and, and getting it rapidly deployed more quickly across our city, having things like senior zones. So this is where there's a senior's home, maybe in a long-term care or a retirement home. And we know there's a concentration of seniors in that area. Let's create a senior safety zone, similar to the school zones that we have slow people down as much as possible and also review where incidences are occurring because maybe there are some adjustments that we need to make in the design and 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 just really taking a look at every area that we can improve safety that's for cyclists in separated cycling uh, areas where where that is appropriate and feasible. And uh, and also, of course, making sure we have a walkable city. I love having a city at human scale, looking at our city from the perspective of the person who lives here, who works here, who plays here, and make sure that the design is suitable for them. I know that um, you've spent some time uh, working in the tech industry, and um, I know a lot of what you plan to do is innovative. So my question for you on this topic of getting around the city is, how open are you to maybe experimenting with ideas? Like, let's say, you know, closing down some streets, um, whether it's on a Saturday or a Sunday to allow more bikers and, and pedestrians. How much do you think sort of this experimentation and adaptation will come into play, um, you know, beyond your plan, but as mayor? I think that's a wonderful way for us to really invite people to play in their city, be part of their city. And um, there are certain streets that, you know, could be pedestrian streets because they're just designed that way. You know, I know that in Kensington Market, for instance, we turn over the streets to pedestrians and to cyclists uh, to really enjoy that space and that creative space in our city. So, you know, this is where we live. This is where we work. This is where we play. I'm totally open to being innovative and to looking at different ideas. I also am very pragmatic and practical as well. I'm also a business person. So I want to make sure that, you know, our city always is 
functional and productive, congestion-free. I, I know down by the market area, St. Lawrence market area, we have created pedestrian streets and we've chosen the right ones. It's not you know, the major Jarvis Street, um, it's actually Market Street itself that has, you know, become much more pedestrian friendly while at the same time allowing deliveries, because that's an important part of uh, the supply chain and, you know, making sure that larger vehicles can continue to move and find locations to park and to service our city. So we've got a lot of things that we have to pay attention to, but I'm totally open to that. I'm open to being innovative, experimenting, Doing things in a new way with fresh eyes, I welcome that, and that's what I'll bring. One last question for you. It feels in this day and age that it is uh, increasingly impossible to get people to agree on anything. So, um, you know, the cyclists don't necessarily agree with um, people who are driving cars. People driving cars aren't fans of the cyclists. And so we're really in sort of a, an environment right now where it's difficult to please everyone. Uh, what would you say to uh, those people who want to see change in our city, uh, but recognize that, listen, it's not going to be a solution when it comes to getting around our city that's going to be perfect for everyone. Yeah, but Toronto has changed over the years, right? We're not the city we were 150 years ago or even really five or 10 years ago. We have to change and it's okay. It's okay for us to change. It's okay for us to think about our city in a different way. I know, for instance, in Scarborough, where I grow up and I live now, uh, we have amazing trail systems that are located in the ravines there and in the parks. What I want to see is that those trails are connected better so people can bike all the way from their homes and down into those beautiful spaces safely. They need to be able to do that safely. So they're not so much biking to work as they would in a more downtown area, but maybe they're biking to play and they need a safe path to do that. We just really need to be open and try new things. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.